0: Hey Goda members, welcome back to another episode of Goda TV. On August 1st, we introduced the Goda Media Podcast, which is a companion to these Goda TV episodes. To listen to these insightful interviews with Goda members on the go, download and subscribe to the Goda Media Podcast using the link in the description below. Since we last met, it's been a busy time for the association. Goda hosted its Northwest Regional Meeting from July 27th to the 29th in Stevenson, Washington. The event was held at the beautiful Scamania Lodge and featured fun networking events like a cocktail reception and a golf and bocce ball tournament. Attendees were also treated to incredible presentations on the state of the association, supply chain and market trends in industrial welding distribution, creating a positive company culture, and what's trending in fill plant technology. We thank all GATA members who attended and look forward to raising the bar even higher next year. GADA also hosted its Central Regional Meeting in Oregon, Ohio on August 8th and 9th at the Maumee Bay Lodge and Conference Center. The event featured a tabletop booth program, a networking cocktail reception and dinner, a GADA update from GADA President Bob Ewing, and an insightful presentation from Partners of Absolute Air on the process of conceiving and building the air separation plan. The following day featured a golf tournament for attendees. Thank you to all who made this event such a success. With the conclusion of the Northwest and Central Regionals, GAUTA has wrapped up its regional meeting slate for the year. Thank you to everyone who made it possible. To see pictures from any of the regional meetings, visit gautamedia.com or click the link in the description below. We now turn our full attention towards this year's annual convention, which will take place in San Diego from October 5th to the 8th. Registration continues to be strong. If you haven't registered yet, don't miss out. Click the link in the description below. We've got a great show lined up for you today, and it all comes right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, WeldCOA. Put Weldkoa's manufacturing expertise to work for you. Weldkoa has been creating solutions and manufacturing gas-related products for over 50 years. Its team takes the time to understand your fill plant environment and design a solution that meets and often exceeds the objectives. When you choose Weldkoa, you can rest assured that you'll be investing in the most dependable, made-in-the-USA products on the market today. We're here to support you, Gauda. Get more with Coa today. Joining us first today to discuss the Networking 360 program that will take place on Friday, October 7th is the Industry Partnering Committee co-chair Justin Johnson. Justin, thank you so much for being back with us today. Justin, convention registration has now been open for over a month. Can you give viewers an update on how the Networking 360 event is starting to take shape?
1: so our goal was to reach 96 suppliers and 48 distributors uh, was our ideal number Um, so far i'm happy to report that uh, we have made significant progress more than three-fourths of the way with suppliers and we're about halfway to our goal with distributors so i'll take that as a a time to plug to, to let everyone know not to wait to sign up because it is a once the event fills up uh we'll have a waiting list but uh but, but that's, we're, we're capping the numbers at 96 and 48.
0: As the co-chair of the industry partnering committee, can you take us inside the planning process for this event? How has it evolved as a concept, and what kind of need do you feel that it's filling for the association?
1: You know, as we, as we tossed around this concept as a committee, uh, we really didn't understand what we wanted to get out of the idea. What we knew was we wanted to find a way for GATA members to. To further network. And as we continue to think about the idea conceptually, we kept coming back to the same, you know, format that felt that Gauda needed another avenue outside to really, to really, um, to drive the contact booth program, to drive a networking concept, to give both suppliers and distributors a a means to expand their network. Um, to challenge distributors to expand their network and to provide more access to suppliers, and so as we continue to think about how do we do that in support of the contact booth program, this is where we landed at the Networking 360, and it's a it's an event that doesn't take a lot of time out of uh, anyone's schedule um, while at the GATA event, and really serves as an appetizer to the can contact booth program. Um, really, as a you know, teeing up the contact booth program for the success.
0: Obviously, this is the first time that GADA is trying out this concept, but other associations that our members might be part of have seen success with this type of event. For those members who will be attending, do you have any tips or best practices that you can offer that will help them get the most out of their time at the Networking 360 event?
1: So, you know, for the supplier and... um you know, we really would encourage them to, to think about their product offering, to think about who their company is and what are the key highlights that you want a distributor or a customer to know about. Uh, it's not meant to be a catalog walkthrough or a long pitch. It's really a, a quick five-minute conversation with a potential customer or an existing customer um, to really get your message out. and And again, to be an appetizer so that customer or distributor will come visit your contact booth and um, from the distributor side i would say come with an open mind come with uh, the idea of networking come with the idea of i want to meet someone new Um, and our current landscape with supply chain issues and uh, pricing concerns and everything else that goes into uh, to our network now now more than ever is the time to uh to be engaged to expand your network and meet new people.
0: What's the last-minute elevator pitch for those members who might be on the fence or who haven't signed up yet about why they should sign up for Networking Three Hundred and Sixty?
1: My elevator pitch is: Don't be on the outside looking in. Right? This is a, this is a cool new event. We're going to probably you know learn some things along the way that we can improve it in the future. Uh, it's brand new. It's new to, new to GADA. We're really excited about it. The, the buzz is out and people are talking about it. It's going to be the talk of, uh, of the annual convention. And I would encourage everyone to make sure you're part of it. Let, don't wait until the following event to, to sign up. So uh, I hope to see everyone there. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a huge success and, and, and really bring something, uh, something extra to, to the GATA meeting as well as the contact booth program and the event itself.
0: So obviously, the Networking Three Hundred and Sixty event has been a huge focus for the Industry Partner Committee. But is there anything else that the committee's been working on that you want to share with GANA members before we go today?
1: Well, you're absolutely right. The Networking Three Hundred and Sixty has been uh, has been the real focus of the Industry Partner Committee over the last year, maybe even year and a half um, since we've been developing this concept. It's taken a lot of our time and, and most of our our members' uh, efforts there, but. You know, we are working on some other initiatives within GADA, trying to uh, collaborate with the Member Services Committee to come up with best practices for new suppliers toward the Contact Booth program, engagement with new members, and trying to think about how some of our committees can work together to to meet some of our goals and 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 initiatives. So we're we're going to continue to look for ways to to collaborate and improve um, and build upon you know. Some of the great programs that we have in place so so far that's what we're working on we're excited to we're excited to get to the annual
0: justin we can't wait we'll see everybody in san diego thank you so much for being with us today hobart institute of welding technology offers an aws certified welding supervisor prep for exam course This course teaches distributors how to bring real value to their customers by assisting them to reduce weld metal volume, reduce rejects, rework, scrap, and much more. Check our website to see all courses, or contact us today at 937-332-9500 for more information on enrollment requirements. Joining us next today is Randy Squibb. Randy was the president of NWSA from 1994 to 1995. Randy, we appreciate you being back with us today.
2: Well, thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity to, to visit with all the Goder members again. Uh, before we get started, I, I have a couple of confessions to make. Uh, we are going through a terrible drought in Maybank, Texas, and I have done everything in the world to bring rain. I have danced in the middle of the street. I've prayed about it. And so I have decided now that I am not going to shave from here up until we get a significant amount of rain, number one. And number two, uh, I, I feel like it's in some disclosure, uh, if the viewers were were expecting today some high-powered presentation from an old boy that graduated from Harvard and had a bunch of acronyms behind his name, uh, we got a problem. Uh, either I went to the wrong Zoom meeting or, Steve, you put me in the wrong place because what they're going to get today is a a very basic down to earth, good old Texas boy talk uh, about the family business, as we call it down here, the family business. So I wanted to make sure everybody knew that going in.
0: Randy, on the subject of family business, the theme for this year's Gauda convention is building a bridge for future leaders. Can you talk about what you feel are the most important steps that our current generation of leaders can take to ensure that the next generation of leaders are well positioned to assume those leadership roles?
2: Well, you know, Steve, uh, most of the businesses today that I see that are most active in GATA, uh, many of those businesses are third and fourth generations. So a lot of those folks have already uh, transitioned the business at least once and sometimes maybe even twice. And and I think that's a great thing. Um uh, But I have to say that transitioning a business today is a whole lot different than it was 30 or 40 or 50 years ago when we did ours. And uh, I say that uh, primarily because of technology and, and the industry has changed so much in those last number of years. But the basic principles of transitioning a business are still there today. They're different. But, this, but the basics are still the same. Uh, we talked about this in an issue of GALA a fourth quarter of 2019. We talked a little bit about family business transition, but we talked about it, Steve, from the older generation's standpoint. And what I'd like to do today is to t- kind of address that from the younger generation's point of view, if I can, even though the gray hair will tell you right off the bat, I'm older than dirt, and I realize that. But uh, uh, one of the things, I've got three or four, so let me just go down my, my list. Um, I think the most important thing that people can do today, family businesses can do today, is you need to start that transition early. Uh, we were so fortunate back when we did ours at Welder Supply. Uh, it was 1970. I was a senior in high school, and I remembered that day because I got to miss school, and my brother and I, had a meeting with my dad and all the employees. And dad said at that time, um, if you help me train these two young men, I would like to retire in 1985. Steve, my dad was 40 years old when he made that comment. I don't know how many 40 year old folks today are thinking long term enough to start that transition but it is extremely important that for the future generations, as your mother and dad did for you, you need to begin to think about transitioning, not when you're 25 or 30, but even when you start getting into your your 40s and you have kiddos that, you know, maybe 16, 17 years old, you too need to begin to think about that and start that transition and start it early. Uh, The second thing I would say is that just because, I mean, this is for the future generation or the future leaders of our industry, just because you have the right last name does not mean that you are on a roller coaster ride straight to the top and that you're going to be president of the company. I have seen many, many instances, unfortunately, where the younger generation comes in and they automatically think they're going to be made executive vice president of golf tournaments or something. Uh, You have to cut your teeth, uh, as most of us did, and as I'm sure most of the folks that are watching this have done, have spent time in the family business working and doing all the things that you need to do in order to be successful, because what you do, Steve, especially in – a family-owned, closely held corporation, what you do at age 16, 17, and 18 is going to be remembered when you're 26, 36, 46, because we don't have a lot of turnover in this industry. And that is a great thing. But the thing that sometimes comes back to, to bite you, if you weren't doing what you needed to do when you were working there as a kid and you were sloughing off and you weren't doing the the things to be successful, then those things are going to be remembered. And that's going to create problems for you down the road. I can I can assure you of that. Um, The other thing I would tell you, uh, the next generation is that. Y'all need to understand this industry. You need to understand the history of the industry. You need to understand the history of your own business. Uh, many times, uh, young people, when they come in, the, particularly the, 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 uh, the folks that come straight into the business that really haven't worked there before, uh, not only do they think they're going to make this huge transition to the top, but they don't know about the history of the business. And I think that's absolutely critical that they do that. And one of the reasons that they need to know that is to not make the same mistakes that maybe their dad, their mother, and that I made. Uh, I made a ton of mistakes uh, when we transitioned our business, and uh, and and you know, it, it wasn't something that that threw us off the track too bad. But I know I made mistakes, and when I talk to people today, one of the things I try to do is to go back and make sure that they don't make the same mistakes that uh, that I did back uh, back. I now almost forty years ago. Uh, and I'll also say, Steve, that one of the things that um, that I'm a, a very, very strong advocate on, uh, and I call it the golden handcuffs. And I think we may have even mentioned this in the the uh, article back in uh, 2020 or 2019. If the only reason you're going into the family business is because you can make more money working for mom and dad. Then you're in the business for the wrong reason. You truly need to find something else to do. Uh, the golden handcuffs will come back and haunt you, and it's not something that that you want to go through. And I can assure you, it's something that your mother and dad don't want to go through when they start uh, beginning to transition the business. And along those same lines, the the one of the things that you have to remember. and and again, we mentioned this in the article, is when you start that transition period, uh, you're asking your mother and dad uh, to do something that's extremely hard. And that is to to turn control of the business over uh, to to the younger generation. Uh, The thing that made ours work back in 1985 was that not only did my dad retire in 1985, he no longer owned 51% of the business. And Terry and I could outvote him, but neither one of us was brave enough to ever do that. Uh, but, but you are asking your parents to do something that's gonna be very difficult. So have empathy, not sympathy, but have empathy with them as they go through this transition. It's extremely important that they, that they do that for sure.
0: As somebody who's been on both sides of the coin, as the up-and-coming leader at Welders, and then as somebody who's advised business transitions, what is the biggest piece of advice that you can offer when it comes to building that bridge to the next generation of leadership?
2: The thing that I would tell the young people today as I travel around the country and I get to talk to people, what I do tell them is that it is extremely important for you guys and gals to begin... To develop those relationships inside our industry. Uh, As much as this industry has changed over the years, and as I tell people, it's not the same industry that I grew up in for a whole lot of reasons, but at the end of the day, this industry is still a relationship-based industry. Relationship with our employees, relationship with our vendors, and relationships with our customers. And that same relationship, I encourage the younger generation today that are so active in GATA. Uh, I go through the, the list of attendees for the GATA meetings, and, and I say, oh my gosh, this must be you know, so-and-so's daughter or our son, and and it's extremely important for them to begin to build those relationships within the industry. I was the luckiest guy in the world, Steve. Uh, I was able to build relationships with the likes of Bill Higley and Chip Valentine, Jack Butler, Dave Mahoney, Wally Brandt, You see a trend here with all those names from the past. Every single one of those guys were past presidents of NWSA at the time and now got up, and it was so nice to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, Bill, I'm going through this particular issue right now. I'm I'm struggling with this, and I could talk to Bill about it. Bill was in Marionette, Wisconsin totally out of my marketplace. I could call him and I could say, I'm having this particular family issue. What do you think I should do with it? And Bill or Chip or Wally would say, Hey, Randy, I, I had the same issue and this is how I resolved it. Uh, that's you need to build those relationships. And it's great to begin to build those relationships early on. Uh, you know, I think of Abity Butler and Colleen uh, Kohler with, with, uh, you know, Dave Mahoney's daughter and Lauren Wallace at air supply in Dallas. And I see these people building these relationships and it, it makes me really, really feel good about where we're going to go down the road as an industry. Uh, because that's, if, if that only had one thing, if I had one thing that I could pass on, it would be to build those relationships now because they'll be life-lasting, and all the ones that I mentioned are, are still to this day some of the best friends I have on the planet, and I love them to death. and And they'll never know how much they helped me uh, transition and do the things that I needed to do back uh, when we started. Now, one other thing, Steve, that that uh, that I think needs to be said. I don't want to sound hypocritical at all. Uh, there'll be some out there that. That not might say, well, you know, Squib, you're such a strong proponent of family business. Why would you sell yours? Uh, and that's a good question. Uh, when I sold in 1998, uh, I had gone through a pretty rough time in that a very, very dear friend of mine and a friend of those guys that I mentioned earlier, a guy named Jim Robertson, who was in line to be president of, of NWSA. He was first vice president. Jim got sick and got cancer and. Jim knew he was dying. And I watched Jim go through what he did in struggling with, as most of us, 95% of our net worth is tied up in our business. And I saw what he struggled with in trying to determine what was going to happen to his business when he passed away. He had the luxury of knowing that the time was coming. And had it not been for uh, Chip Valentine, Bill Higley, and maybe me to a certain extent, not near as much as them. Uh, I don't know what would have happened to Jim's business and what would have happened uh, to Jim's family. And that really affected me, Steve. And I made the decision at uh, in 1998 that I did not want to put my family through that. And as a result of that, I sold the business. So uh, th- thankfully, the people I sold to still thought that their old squib had some value and Even to this day, I still get calls from people in the industry. It is a little bit disheartening that, uh, you know, I'm 70 years old, so my better days uh, are behind me. But I'm still going strong, buddy. The topic that we've been discussing today is in lockstep
0: with the theme for this year's annual convention. So with that in mind, is there any last piece of advice that you can give to those people who will be attending convention in San Diego?
2: you know the only thing i would say is is take the time to meet the new people you know i know we have a first timers reception and and that that's that is so important for those of us who have been around since dirt was invented you need to go and you need to meet these young people and and make them feel welcome and begin to build those relationships that i talked about begin those to to build those relationships and the best way to do that Get involved with GATA. Get involved with the regional meetings, and and, and then you know go to uh, go to the spring management conferences. Go to the annual meetings, and 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 really build on what your mom and dad, your mother, your grandmother and grandfather, who I know most of, uh, that that they built those relationships over the years. So get involved with GATA. Be involved. Build those relationships. And the most important thing, have fun. Have fun at what you do. If you're not having fun in the family business, quit. Go find something else to do and be happy, my friend. Be happy.
0: Randy, it's always a pleasure.
2: Thank you so much for coming on
0: and we'll see you in San Diego. Enjoy the Aquagas experience. With multiple warehouses located in the United States and a diverse selection of products, Equigas has what you need in stock. And, even better, Equigas offers same-day shipping. Their sales team is ready to provide the necessary technical advice in your purchase process, and its strong technical support makes the process easy. Just send in a picture, and an Equigas representative will tell you what you really need. And Aquagas keeps its customers updated by offering technical training in their facilities at no extra charge. They even offer virtual trainings. So shop Aquagas today. They are your one stop shop for the gas industry. GADA members, did you know that GADA has a robust members only site that can be viewed only by visiting GADA.org? The members only site has so much information, including archived webinars, old safety organizers, past roundtable webinars, HR materials convention and SMC presentations, and so much more. Joining us to demonstrate how you can access the amazing sample safety practices that the Members Only site has to offer is Safety Committee Member and Vice President and Welding Practice Leader at the Horton Group, Tony Hopkins.
3: Hello, Gada. Today I'm gonna to show you how to access the best safety materials in the welding and gas industry. So first, you start off by going to gata.org You're going to want to log in. This is all member only access to some of these uh, awesome reference materials. So You're going to want to type in your username and password. Let's see if I can remember mine and get the password right for the first time. Cross my fingers. All right, I'm in. Then next, you're going to want to click on member only documents and this is one of the best benefits that members will have um, of being part of GATA. Next, there's gonna be a number of different resources here. Um, I would suggest starting with the sample safety practices and then also suggest taking a look at the um, entire listing of sample safety practices and you can either upload or just simply preview the document and here you're gonna see a list of everything the GATA Safety Committee has been working hard together in collaboration with the CGA, I might add. So, there's a lot of references, a lot of tie ins, um, but things such as safe cylinder handling, there's a new program regarding dry ice, we're working on some things in the cannabis industry, and then other things that are very, very applicable to the industry, whether it's delivery driver safety, um, delivery surveys, the like. So, a couple of other things that I want to show you while we're here is you can also access other things such as some of the presentations from the most recent SMC. There's also past DOT traffic bulletins in here, years and years worth of them. Um, OSHA safety bulletins, safety organizers. I would strongly, strongly recommend your safety team, your HR team. Check these resources out because they're just, they're phenomenal. Uh, a couple of other ways to search for programs. This search function is really, really cool. Um, you can type in safe cylinder f- handling, for example, and then just go direct to the program um, if you're curious on uh, on how to find it or where to go. So hope you enjoy, and please, please, please check it out. And if there's anything that you think we're missing or think might help you or your business out, feel free to reach out to the Goda Safety Committee. Thanks and enjoy.
0: Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. The third quarter issue of Welding Gasses Today is online now and should be hitting desks shortly. The third quarter issue is our annual anniversary issue, and features profiles of GADA members who are celebrating milestone anniversaries in 2022. To read the complete issue, click the link in the description below. The Harris Products Group named Dave Thayer as its new Director of North American Sales. Hudson Technology CEO Brian Coleman rang the NASDAQ closing bell on July 12th. The Women of Gas and Welding Committee announced that it will be holding its first-ever virtual roundtable event on Wednesday, August 24th at 1 o'clock Eastern. For more information or to register, click the link in the description below. Innova welcomed Matthew Toon as its new CEO. Matt took over responsibilities on July 18th. American Welding Gas acquired the assets of NFC Company Inc. Meridus Gas Partners announced the appointment of Dan Schnitzer as Director of Engineering and Project Execution. Nikiso Clean Energy announced an expansion of its manufacturing capabilities with a new Houston, Texas location equipped to manufacture and deliver ambient vaporizers. The CGA hired Paul Fleiger as its Director of Communications and Marketing. Mississippi Welders Supply Company opened its new Appleton, Wisconsin store. Superior Products announced that Melissa DeJesus has joined its team as a sales manager. CK Supply announced that Chris Harris had joined the company as its CFO. To read more about any of these member news items, or to submit member news of your own, read the full August 15th Gauda Connection in your email inbox today, or by clicking the link in the description below. Gotta Media is the go-to resource for news and information about the gases and welding industry. Through our wide variety of publication platforms, Gotta Media keeps our members up to date on all of the most breaking news, emerging trends, and member events in the industry. Want to get your company's message seen? We have a quarterly print publication, a twice-monthly newsletter, an online buyer's guide, and a twice-monthly news show. If it's happening in gases and Welding, it's happening on Gotta Media. Want to learn more? Contact your Gotta Media representative today. And that's our show for this month! We thank everybody for tuning in! We also thank everybody for making this year's regional meeting season such a great success! We can't wait to see everybody together again in less than two months in beautiful San Diego, California!
2: But until then, for all of us here at GATA TV, this is Steve Guelmo signing off!